show where we showcase, highlight, and celebrate the accomplishments of dynamic artists like my girl right here, Donisha. What's up, girl? What's up, Bridget? I'm so thankful to be here, and I just learned that I'm an artist, so. <laughs> girl, you better say that. So tell them how you learned that you are an artist, and what is your form of artistry? Well, I learned it just right now through you encouraging me that um, my skills as an entrepreneur um, and a visionary and me using those skills to create in a way that's meaningful and inspiring to others means that I'm an artist. So that's what I do. Baby, let me tell you, we're here in Dallas, Texas at the Globe Life Field at Woman Evolve. Sarah, Sarah Jakes Roberts, honey, you're doing your thing. We're so happy. It's 40,000 women in here. 40,000. I walked in Thursday night into the stadium and was completely just overwhelmed and in awe of what God has done. Amen. Let me tell you, I just happened to come over here. I'm here by myself, right? And I just go wherever the spirit moves me to go. And the spirit moved me to come right here and sit right next to Donisha. Matter of fact, somebody just got up, so I was able to have this seat. Fun fact, I was sitting in your seat. Girl, shut up. And a girl that I met here because I came along too. We connected, and so we were sitting together, and she was leaving early, and so I took her seat. <laughs> Look at God, and let me tell you, so I kicked my feet up. We sitting here right at the end of the balcony. I kicked my feet up, and she's like, oh, girl, I like your, your toes. Our toes look like they're glittery, just like my little glittery, glittery nails. And then I'm like, girl, we both got on orange, and, you know, I'm like, we just vibing. Yes, and then found out that we both. Living out in, in LA, I'm in LA, in Pasadena. Like, look at God, forty thousand women. There's no coincidence. This is a divine intervention, it right? It is. Here. It's very much God energy. God energy. Oh, and one more thing. Then we're gonna get to Danisha. So I end up coming over here because the first day, this is day three. The first day, I sat right over here, right, right here, in this seat that she's in, right there. And a bottle of oil. I'm gonna show you this oil, honey. I'm telling you, when I tell you, y'all, this bottle of oil literally fell at my feet. Hold on. I'm sorry because this is not divine intervention. I got to show y'all this oil because God didn't come to play today. I'm about to empty this purse out on the floor because they're going to see this oil today. Here it is. So this bottle of oil fell down to my feet right here in this section. So when I was looking for a place to sit, I said... God was like, go back to where I poured that oil down Woo! on you. Right? And so Sarah Jakes Roberts said yesterday, you hear when she was like, oil's going to pour down from the balcony? I, I, pulled, I pulled this oil up out of my purse. I pulled it out, and then she said, whoever got oil, put it on your sisters around you. So I put oil on my sisters around me. So I want to anoint you here, Donisha, with oil right now in the name of Jesus. That, Amen. That God... Amen. God is, he, he's, he's on you, honey. He's in you for you and he's on you for others. So everybody that is around you is going to be blessed, right? So I just had to give you that, honey, in the name of Jesus here. Amen. So let us know, what do you do as an entrepreneur? So I actually um, have a behavioral health organization where we do therapy and counseling services as well as services for children with autism. We do training. It's called Mingo Health Solutions. You say it again? Mingo, that's my last name. M-I-N-G-O? M-I-N-G-O. You can um, visit our website at www.m as in Mingo, H-S-B-S dot com. And then 
So we do a ton of services. I'm a builder. I'm a, I'm a people builder. Come on, like, builder. Business is just one of the ways that God is using me to build up people. So we do our services, healing, of course, but I believe in building from the inside. And then I also have a nonprofit called Solutions of Change that provides free counseling services for those who um, can't afford it. Girl, so. look at this. So tell me, how do you use, because an artist is someone who uses their skill, which you have plenty of, and their imagination to present a work to be appreciated. How do you use your skill and imagination in your nonprofit organization to help these children? Well, one of the things that we do is I partner with others, right? I know that while God has given me mine, it's important to partner your many members, one body, um, with others to kind of birth the vision. So through some grants that we have, we're able to do therapy for children and families, but we know that they need holistic support. So we have family services specialists who also give resources and help them with job deployment, whatever it is that they need. Like I, my thing is like, no matter what you come here with, we are going to help you because we understand how all these other things impact your whole wellness. And then we do some summits, some workshops. We do a youth summit every time in May, every year in May, because that's Mental Health Awareness Month. And in July, we also do Healing to Health, which is a conference, a ministry I founded, that now the nonprofit houses, um, houses bringing the dialogue of mental health to the faith-based community. We have breakout sessions, and it's so powerful. I could go on and on, but that... I think we, we help inside, but we understand that this stigma around mental health is still so big, especially in our communities, that getting the word out and talking to people is a big part, like that awareness. I've been doing this for over 10 years, and the conference started in 2017, but mental health and awareness, suicide, like all these topics, we've been doing it, and it wasn't until probably 2019, and then the pandemic hit that people began to really just like, I see you, I know, I've been seeing you for years on Facebook in the community, and the moment that they had a crisis, they knew we were there and they were able to call, and so that's the impact, staying consistent, and we do the work inside the room, but really, it's us being out in places like this and meeting people like you who can tell somebody else. Um, that is often encouraging, but if they need more help, they can go get it, and the passion for doing that with those in the faith-based community is to know that you can pray still go to therapy you can believe in god and still believe that god has equipped a clinician with a gift of healing just like he's equipped a singer a songstress a pastor a deacon with the gift of healing in that safe space for you and so i mean i could go on and on and on this is my passion. i i love it i love it she's so passionate so passionate it's so loving the things that you're doing for people in the community. It's just God is just going to expand your territory. I see it. I see it. Your confidence and your love for the people, like it, it shines bright. Like you're, you're really shining. So, what would you say to someone who may have all these ideas and maybe an entrepreneur, and they've been having this these ideas in their head, but they've been afraid to get out there. They've been afraid. They, they don't want to be judged because you know, like Erica Badu say, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Right. So what would you say to that artist, that, that entrepreneur who, who is holding everything in? How, how would you encourage them? I would say you got to get it out, right? Um, fear can be one of the enemies of your faith. And I believe that when we operate in fear and doubt, we think we're doubting ourselves, but we're really doubting God. Like what God has said about us, has spoken of our life, and what God has promised to do. I know it's easier said than done, but what I will tell you is I was running from what God told me. Um, for about three, four years, because I didn't want to 
I wanted to do my own thing, but having a whole organization and being in charge of people, I was like, like a lot, huh? Yeah, I'm not. I'm the oldest of a lot of kids, so that kind of responsibility was like, I don't What's want no lot? parts. What's a lot? Um, six. Okay. okay. So my cousin got seven girls. She's doing a single mommy. Shout out to yeah. Elaine. Shout out. Yeah. And just being parentified, so I definitely mm -hmm. was like. I don't want that kind of responsibility, but not realizing that God was equipping me through that. Maybe a second interview, we can talk more about that. But nevertheless, God pushed me into it. I went on a job interview. I didn't get it. I was like, what else am I going to do when God had already gave me this vision? And so I just had to do it. So I would just say, go and do it um, because only you can do you. Only you can do you. The so you what? said, just go for it. Go for it. believe. And believe because um, you will learn along the way. God will equip you. Your, your journey might change, but you have to take that step. And that is, I think, the the, the posture of ultimate faith Amen. that is going to help you realize what it is that you've been gifted to do and purpose to do. So, Danisha, once you got started, what was what was one of your biggest challenges as an entrepreneur, and how did you overcome it? Um. I would say building the right team, right? Um, being a person who's faith-led, there's this conundrum, I would say, between being spirit-led but also saying business looks like this. This is the kind of culture I want to have, the kind of energy I want to have, but sometimes that doesn't make my finances look the way it needs to, or sometimes somebody would say, this doesn't belong in the workplace talking about God, and that was another moment where I was like, God, send the people who understand that while this is business, this is a ministry. I never have to mention the name of Jesus Christ. People have walked into this office and said, I know that there is something here. It's in the room. It's in the room. Like it's in this room. Like it's in the globe like field right now, 40,000 people. His presence is just just yeah. breathing on all of yes. us here. So finding the right people, place. yes, um, most of the time, <laughs> right? It's a struggle. Because it's just like a family. There's always going to be a little bit right. of drama in the family, right? right. But God is persistent. So I would say find the right people who really understand what it, the work that we do and what it's about at the core. Um, that's been a challenge. And then, again, growing and grooming, God is giving me a lot of gifts naturally that sometimes I have to sit back and kind of engage in some metacognition and like look at myself and say god what was this thing that i did so well that doesn't seem to be translating and so humbling myself growing in areas that i i'm not naturally strong in so that that can be imparted uh onto the team because again i'm a leader first amen um so i would say that was one of them and then behavioral health and leadership is a lot more natural than business ownership and i wasn't the best steward i wasn't a frivolous spender but I cared so much and I wasn't making the best financial decisions as a business for my business. We celebrated seven years this year. Congratulations. Thank you. So I learned through trial and error here in God and I saw once I became a better steward how the increase yes. overflowed and God was like, I couldn't give you more then. So you learned, you heard her say it yesterday. The way you manage a hundred is going to be the same way you manage a million, a thousand, a million, and ten million. So, um, I didn't have those like strong skills financially in terms of budgeting and, and so I learned that through trial and error and taking some leadership business classes yes. and that mentorship. Yes. I was gonna ask you, you said you you are a leader first. So we all know in order to lead, you you must first follow. So who were some of the people that inspired you? Um, a good woman named Michelle Jackson. She was the first person who told me I needed to have my own business. I was working for her. Can you imagine that? You working for somebody and they're like, Danisha, go. 
And because of that, I do the same when God shows me others. I'm never afraid of losing people on my team. And then she talked to me about the steps of starting it. And I, that was it. I didn't need hand holding. So shout out to Michelle Jackson. Shondell Newsome of Some New Marketing is another one of my um, major mentors. I think to myself for the most part, I want to shout out Ken Evans of the Urban Chamber of Commerce, who has been very instrumental. And, um, you know, I have some people who have allowed me to see their journeys from the inside out, even if it's not necessarily them saying this is how you do it. They've been transparent with their own struggles so that I can learn better ways. And so I want to shout out Clifford Etienne, who was another um, major supporter along my journey, constantly recommending me to other people, giving me advice on where to go and what to do, and then allowing me see, to see the, the ugly side of yes, business. Yes, yes. Shout out to all of you, because she's amazing. She's a dynamic woman, dynamic artist. So you all have something to do with that. And, you know, it's great to, you know, pay homage where I'm in the so, so great job. So what is next for Donisha? Well, I mentioned that I'm currently in a PhD program. So the Healing to Health that I mentioned, you can go find more about it at solutionsofchange.org. And we're on all social media platforms. But that's been doing the work integrating mental health and faith. So I'm currently in a PhD program doing my uh, doctorate in clinical psychology as well as my master's in divinity. Okay. So I don't know what's next. God has me in a season, which is why I'm here. I'm sitting, waiting, and absorbing because I've been pouring so much. And I'm finally okay with that. Amen. And so even while while you're waiting, wait in action like Donisha. Don't just sit around waiting for God to just do something for you because God may be waiting for you to take your first step. Because once you take one step, God will take a thousand. Amen. Right? Do your part, he does the rest. Amen. Well, I want to thank you so much. Is there any anything that you want to give to the people before we go? Um, we're here at this Women Evolve conference, but whether you are a believer or not, what I will say is people always, not always, but often ask me, like, how do we do it? And it's literally been all God. I don't have the recipe. That's why I don't necessarily do coaching and things like that. I guess I do, but it's been God. So for me, I would say, have to have a faith. There has to be something bigger than you. That something gives you hope. That something gives you strength. That something might be the only reason why you stay holding on when the going gets rough. So find something bigger than you. Stay in community with other people and know that you are never alone. Amen. And I do. I want to. I want to respectfully disagree when you said you don't have. You don't have the uh, recipe because you do your life in the sense that you take it into things that's working for you is your recipe just like how you said you hit your mentors you know what i mean like you got the recipe it's just about putting the curriculum together so you got it you got it it's in you and it's in you as well so let me tell y'all we're gonna we're gonna continue to praise and worship with the forty thousand people that's here y'all at the woman evolve conference here in dallas Texas, at the globe life field with sarah jason roberts in the Potter's House One LA Church in the building. And I just want to thank you all for always tuning in and supporting independent, dynamic artists like Donisha. Check her out, support what she's doing, and we'll support you as well. And remember, always believe in yourself. Don't ever stop dreaming. Don't let nothing or no one deter you. Because what God has for you is for you. Isn't that right? That's right. All right. I'm going to tell you. Thank you.
such a pleasure. You are operating completely and you are gifting and powerful, which is why we're sitting here. You're doing that boldly and beautifully and with so much grace and humility. And I think you embody what a lot of women need to see because the world tells us that humility means insecurity and confidence means arrogance. And it's not so. You can be confident and humble. And so you, you embody that. So thank you. Girl, you're making me cry. I was about to close. Because I'm a gangster. I'm be crying and stuff. But see, you see what you did. But I, I appreciate you. I received that. Thank you. Y'all, she got me. Love you, sis. It's my new friend. It's my new sister friend, y'all. I love y'all. See you on the next show. Girl.